Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the latest episode of Life Uprooted with Sonia. I'm Sonia. I'll be your guide for the next, say, 15-20 minutes. And today's episode is titled Hobbies in a Second Language. So we shall be talking about nothing more fun than hobbies themselves. And uh, let me start off with a simple question. Maybe simple. So do you have a hobby or fun interest? And what do you do when you don't work on stuff that you need to be working on? Trivial questions? Maybe. Let me explain on my own personal life. So I remember growing up having hobbies and collecting stuff and doing stuff and trying stuff and loving to read. But I come from a family of workaholics. We have a very strong work ethics. And uh, I don't know that my parents really cultivated a lot of hobbies. So yeah, I was really into drawing and uh, visual arts. And at the age of, well, whatever the age would be, fourth grade, I really had a desire to become a fashion designer. I had notebooks filled with fashion designs and different um, trail combinations and what have you. I even started working on my own fashion catalog out of those designs. It was fun, but then a teacher told me, my teacher told me that, you know, who are you to think that you would get to the one and only school in the entire country for fashion design? So on a on a non-conscious level, I gave her permission to basically kill my dream. And I gave up, you guys. I gave up. As dumb as it sounds, I did in the fourth grade. And then I was really into astronomy and just like learning about the universe and what's out there and was really exciting for quite a few years. And then as the time went on, uh, one went on and uh, I ended up in college, most of my life consisted on going to school, getting assignments done, getting through finals. And so it was a lot of work, work, work. And that's what I was good at. I was turning into a workaholic of my own brand, which is fine and accomplishes things. But outside um, having friendships, I did not really cultivate any hobbies. And being around people, because I'm a people person, worked well to a point. But the trouble came when I moved away and I did not have any hobbies that I would necessarily take with me. So I came over empty-handed, so to speak. And that became a problem. Because when you need to cope with stuff and you need to get your creative things out or you need to work out your emotions and you're processing all these things as you're transitioning, I had nowhere to go with it. And so this distance just magnified my error, if you will, or the lack after I moved away. So my friends, hobbies are the spice of life. Work and career is there to, you know, a certain degree, fulfill our potential and definitely maybe there's some creative aspect to it depending on what you're doing and uh, provides or supports our way of living 
but there is that other part of our life that is just for us, for fun, that we do to, to make us happy and not necessarily our bosses, our coworkers, or whomever, our colleagues, all right? So hobbies are important. And so if you happen to be a workaholic, yeah, you gotta start thinking. And, you know, I was, or yeah, I, I can say I was that type of a person that would be taking my transition as a work assignment. So instead of having that hobby cultivated on the side or two hobbies or what have you, my full attention was given to making my transition successful, not realizing what I know now. So that fun part of me that my then husband got to know was slowly escaping just because there was no more fun there was nothing more to fill my cup and since I couldn't take those people with me that I had fun with and that I was doing my life with it was um, depriving it was a sad experience to a point and so that's why I'm encouraging to think with me on this very topic but we will not stay sad or depressed, my friends. I promise that to you. So having a hobby is a great transitional activity, right? You just heard me sharing what I have. It's sort of like an umbilical cord or connecting line between your past and your present, ushering you into the future. So don't skimp on it. Don't be like me. Please don't. And there's there are certain benefits. and. What I'm going to list here is definitely not exhausting or exhaustive, but it's just a sample of why the hobbies are beneficial to you, why you should cultivate them and keep them and take them with you wherever you go. So first of all, hobbies connect you to your kind of people. So when you transition, when you move somewhere else, it eases that connecting with other people is you connect to your kind of people. You don't have to kind of figure out everybody because you have certain crowd that is maybe into fishing or maybe into, I don't know, gardening or, or cross stitching or reading or treasure hunting, you know, you get that. So those kind of people you'll, you're more likely to connect and therefore create your new connections, your new bonds, new friendships faster and with higher rate of success. Secondly, having hobbies eases your vocabulary struggle and improves your language competency. So because you do something you enjoy and potentially already good at or you have certain level of success and comfort when you connect with these people, you will not even think about it as hard. It will be less of a work for you because it's it's coming from your heart. So you're connecting your brain and heart. Remember when we talked about heart and brain in a couple of previous podcast episodes? So when you connect these two buddies in the meaningful connection, the outcome will be beautiful. It'll just flow and you will not you will not even notice how fast you're improving and how quickly you're transitioning in a successful way. Also, the third benefit that Sonia came up with was that it boosts your self-esteem and creativity. 
because when you are already good at something because maybe you were a great fisherman back home or maybe you're like you know okay or semi okay cross stitcher at home and maybe you need you need other cross stitchers or crocheters or yarn spinners in your new soil in your new language culture what have you community you might be maybe the better one out there maybe you will not but either way you'll get that boost your dopamine your serotonin will just be enjoying this ah this bath of i am good at something maybe i suck at english maybe i suck at german or whatever the new language is but you're connecting on non-verbal level and actually you guys verbal communication makes up only about five uh, percent if i'm right on that percentage don't quote me don't quote me on that but it's definitely a smaller percentage than the non-verbal and definitely being able to show to others what you can do you can fill in the blanks it, it's beautiful you're creating you're creating wonders for your brain your brain will thank you and your your bat you're bathing in happiness so speaking of happiness the benefit number four i titled boosting your happiness meter so when you are gelling when you're flow when you're when you're in your element you're definitely up for successful transition you will see benefits and your growth in leaps and bounds that you will not otherwise see or that you will have waited for a lot longer without that and i consider myself fairly proficient in other languages and i seem to have knack for language or aptitude for foreign languages however knowing what i know now i would have enjoyed the right way more instead of efforting and struggling and toiling and putting all this flipping effort into just doing life instead of being and savoring it and and tasting it and touching it and just all of these and in, in engaging all my senses and then in turn you know flipping it into something creative i think my launch into the sonia 2.0 would have been way more enjoyable way more remarkable maybe if that's the word i'm reaching for but definitely more successful and maybe even more grounded so what if you move for somebody else you ask so say you're not moving by yourself but maybe you have you have a fiance or a significant other and you're moving for them to this new territory to this new unknown land and again you know here's my story i was moving to this country as a fiance on a fiance visa and knowing that as you know about me now i did not have any hobbies and then lo and behold when you're starting to do life with somebody else or pick up where you left off and do life with somebody else and you did not have the hobbies because back home you didn't need them you were fulfilled by being with people and other things that you had in mind um life gets interesting and not necessarily in a good way because the the choice you have 
available to you is, well, do hobbies with the other person. And the, if, if, if the person has hobbies that interest you, well, that's okay, that's good, right? But what if they have hobbies or cultivate hobbies that you're not into at all? What if they like kickboxing or hunting and you're absolutely not a hunter and maybe you're even a vegan? My gosh, then what? You know, I would, uh, I would say, again, don't be like me because I did not have really hobbies of my own. So I poured all my effort and all my focus and energy on kind of rebuilding the life, really knowing what I was doing. And now that it comes with a manual, but it just, I, I spun my wheels a lot. And because I didn't have a hobby of my own, I was just kind of going in for a ride. It was okay, but it was not really fulfilling. I wasn't really enjoying my life. And I didn't even know how to express that. I didn't know what I was missing. Now I know. So my advice to you would be, and I would do it in two steps. One, find out what you enjoy together. Because if you're moving for somebody else, you definitely need to have some connecting points. So what is it that is fun for both of you to do? And secondly, create your own fun. So find your own hobby, find something that fills your cup, that makes you light up from the inside out, that makes you go, oh my gosh, ah, I found it, it's good. I can just sleep like a baby. You know, whatever it is, whatever floats your boat. And it might require, my friend, some experimenting, some trying things out for size, as people like to say here. So just consider that an open invitation to your new life, the 2.0 version of you, the fun part of it. You know, so don't take it as another work assignment. Don't be that workaholic mentality that I used to have because you're really depriving of, uh, yourself of something delightful, something delicious, something that is supposed to be good. So instead, look for the fun things of, or fun elements, fun aspects of looking for a new hobby. And uh, in the process, just stay open-minded about it. And I can tell you that finally, finally, I, when I was going through my life and my life crisis, as I shared in one of the previous podcast episodes, my ugly duckling story, I eventually landed on some new hobbies. Essentially, I created this bucket list and I really, really, really wanted to have certain experiences in life. And uh, I wanted to cultivate certain activities that I just kind of saw as out of reach. And what I was thinking about in my life, I decided that why should they be out of reach? What is the problem with you, Sonia? And so nowadays, I cultivate dancing. I started learning how to fence. I own a pet, a bearded dragon. And, uh, you know, I could go on and on and on, but these three would be probably my three primary things that I added to my life to really make it more colorful and fun and delightful. And with these new hobbies come 
uh, new things such as new lingo. So you have to pick up new vocabulary, new words, new connections, and make your brain work temporarily harder. And also it comes with new frustrations because you, unlike your uh, um, native, I don't want to say native counterparts, because somebody told me that when I talked about natives, that would point to um, American Indians, uh, Native Americans. And that's not what I mean at all. But the locals don't have this dimension that you do need to wrestle with because they already live in that language. So for them, it's a matter of just picking up that activity, maybe on the physical level. But for you, you're employing, my friend, also your brain, because your brain is learning new vocabulary and learning to marry that vocabulary with the actions. And that can be pretty frustrating. Uh, take me, for example, in my fencing. I'm trying to figure out these parries and reposts and what it actually looks like in real life. It sounds very simple, but somehow my brain and my body don't always agree. So that's just an example of frustration. But out of that frustration, eventually comes out success and a new competency level, a new boost to your self-esteem, to a new boost to your your whole being and your level at which you see and enjoy life will be upgraded again. So it's all very, very worth it. So it's a new way of experiencing it and, and enjoying life. And not to mention your creativity, your ability to express yourself through another avenue. So you don't have to be resorting to music that you don't know how to write or maybe how to play. Because that was my um, other bucket list item. To, to be able to play piano or something else than just the radio so that I can channel my, my emotions, my feelings that seem bottlenecked and I didn't know how to, how to just let them out other than screaming or just turning into a monster. So having these creative outlets will help to keep you sane and will help you turn what's happening on the inside into something cool, unique, maybe amazing, maybe just amazing to you um, on the outside. And it also helps building your new brain connections, your new neuron connections. So yeah, you're doing something truly amazing. New hobbies are not just like fluff that is unnecessary. It's very, very vital to you, my friend. And so finally, my friends, I have decided that whenever possible, I will say yes to new opportunities, to new experiences in life, because we have one life to live. And wherever you end up in that life, geographically speaking, why don't you enjoy that? We don't have to just suffer through and effort away, because life is more than that, right? I'm sure you could tell me stories about that. So this is my short thinking cap and short spewing out my thoughts and feelings on the very topic. And I have a feeling that tomorrow we should be talking about career or working in a second language. So if you have anything to say or questions or input, send me an email to the link that I provide below or send me a voice message. Either way, I would love to hear from you. And until then, 
you go have some fun exploring some hobbies, okay? And I would love to hear about those as well. Bye!